0: Welcome to the Evolve Beyond Limits podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Geisel. I am a human design and relationship coach, 6'2", manifesting generator, and total lover of life. If you want real solutions to real life problems, then you are in the right place. This podcast is dedicated to using human design, ancient teachings, and DNA activation to elevate both your relationship with yourself and the people around you. If you are willing to take action on the practical steps given in this podcast, I promise your life will change for the better. All you have to do is open your heart and mind, step beyond your fear, and activate the courage needed to create a life that you're excited to live. So without further ado, let's dive in. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Evolve Beyond Limits Podcast. I am excited to continue our series on decision-making authorities in human design. So, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, then make sure that you go back to. We'll link up the episode actually in the show notes because I don't know off the top of my head which one it was. Um, but a few episodes ago, I started talking about all the different decision-making authorities within human design, why this is a foundational piece of your human design, and why it's so important for us to understand how these work. And it's been really interesting because today we're going to move on to and talk specifically about the splenic authority. But as I've been going through these and as I've been kind of sharing this information with you and collecting more information and um, knowledge and experimenting with these different things, I've realized that each one of these authorities have a very specific center that it's working with, which might be obvious to you. But there are these these unique attributes to each one that we can all learn from. So just because you're not a splenic authority doesn't mean that the information in this episode isn't going to be powerful. Just because you're not a sacral authority doesn't mean that the information that was in the sacral isn't going to be powerful. Because while one might be the dominant way that you make decisions... It's really important to note that all of them are playing into your decision-making process. They all work together. And it's really this type of black and white thinking is what gets us into trouble. Like that's the problem with our healthcare system here especially in the US is that we have, you know, a bunch of different specialties. And so you go to the doctor, you have something going on and they send you to like a specialist that focused on focuses on one organ center or organ system and what this does is it keeps us thinking that certain centers or certain organ systems operate independently from one another and the truth is that all of these systems within our body as well as within our human design are interconnected they're all working alongside of one another and so when we think that way, it keeps things very siloed and we start to work with the, the, against the reality that our body or our human design chart operates very much as a whole unit where each piece, while it has a specific function, they are interconnected and ultimately each one is going to impact the other. They don't work by themselves, right? We cannot say, That, you know, if we have something going on with our body, that we are only looking at our heart or or we're only looking at our gut or we're only looking at, you know, like, and truly we're only looking at the physical. Like we need to understand that our emotional, our mental, um, our energetics, like all of these things play into one another and they're so intricately connected That we can't just look at ourselves nor our human design chart from this very siloed approach. Um, So this more holistic view is what's going to help us identify our weak spots. It's going to help us understand more root causes behind some of the things that we're working on or going through. And just heal in this very wholehearted way rather than trying to heal all these things individually because they all impact one another. When we heal our physical body, it impacts our mental body. When we heal our emotional body, it impacts our, our energetic body and our physical body. And we, when we get to see it in this lens, in this landscape, there's just so much more opportunity um, for learning and collecting knowledge and healing on all these different levels. So each authority and unique center um, that it operates from is teaching you how to become more and more in tune with your inner wisdom through a different lens. And so if you haven't listened to each of these, like I said, make sure you do, because while they might not be the dominant way that you make decisions in their life, in your life... They are all gonna play into the process and the more that we can understand each one of these authorities and the way that these centers work and how they play out, the more we're gonna be able to identify and honor our own individual process. And the more we honor our individual processes, the more we can trust ourselves. And the more we trust ourselves, the less likely we are to be manipulated by the outside world and we can see how related all these things are and that is where true personal power comes from and really our ability to heal and live these fulfilled lives and have these beautiful relationships and um all of this stuff is 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 if we can look at all of these things as a whole rather than seeing them as individual things so with that said, <laughs> let's talk about the splenic authority. So, the splenic authority, um, because of what, it, where, like the spleen center, and what it has to do with, it's always operating from your intuition and your instincts. So, the spleen is really about protecting your survival through your immune system, through your lymph nodes, and just ultimately your overall health and well-being. And when we think about health, a lot of times we think about physical health, but we really need to think about all four bodies. We need to think about the physical, the mental, the emotional, and the energetic. We are not just focusing on the health and well-being of our physical vessel. While that's super important, we also have to be thinking about our um, the role that our mental, emotional, and energetic bodies play into our health and well-being as well. So if you are a splenic authority, you're designed to make decisions moment by moment. It is spontaneous. It happens instantaneously and it, it operates in the now. Okay. So, this is difficult because very few of us actually live our life in the now. So many of us are living in the past. We are reflecting or reviewing things that decisions that we've made in the past and trying to figure out, you know, what, how, why we are the way we are and why did that happen and all of this or we're fearful about the future or we're anxious and worrying about what's going to happen and so it really makes it difficult to stay present. But when we can't stay present in our life then you're ultimately blocking your intuition from having an opportunity to speak up because the intuition, your instincts, only have the capacity to speak in the now. You know it's funny because depending on the on your splenic center, you have to have a defined splenic center for this to be your decision making authority. But there's a certain gate, and I'll have to go over these maybe someday if you guys want me to. But there is a certain there the gates that come off the spleen center kind of tell you about what your underlying fears are, and one of them is the fear of the future. And it's really funny because anytime I have a client or you know somebody in my life who Really operates from that space, like just being really, really worried and concerned about the future. So much so that they probably bring things to life that they don't want to happen because they're focused so much on worrying about what could happen. And um, I always try to remind them to bring you back to the present moment. There's a couple of things that I I use. One is you zero percent know the future, you don't know what's coming and so we really need to be sure that we are not living in that place of thinking that we know because we zero percent know the future the other thing that we can do to bring ourselves back into the present moment and I had to do this um you know this is the way that fear works I was on a I was on a hike and Andrew was gone my husband was gone and he was uh I was like, I'm going to go on a hike by myself and I'm going to take max and it's going to be great. And so there's, there's all these waterfalls around where we live. So I picked up my iced coffee and I drove out there and I'm so, I'm always so confident in certain things. And then I get there and I realize that I have nothing with me except for a bag of treats, a little dog and a coffee. Like that is it I don't have anything to protect myself I don't have and I have zero service I lost service like five minutes ago and so now I have a choice to make I'm like I'm either going to walk to the waterfall and just assume that everything's going to be okay um and then the mind starts to get involved right and it's like but what if there's a bear and you've just all you have on you is treats and what are you going to do about it and what if you enter like come you know in contact with somebody. And so my mind starts to take over. And this is really important to be a witness of. Um, and so the question I had to ask myself, I had to stop and say, Stacy, besides your mind, are you okay? Besides what's going on in your head, do you have any reason to believe that you are unsafe? And when I really could t- stay present, tune into my body there was nothing that in my intuition nor my instincts were saying you are unsafe don't do it so I went on the hike it was absolutely beautiful I didn't see a single soul not a single animal and it was the highlight of my day for sure And it was so calming and so peaceful. And I'm so glad that I went, but we really sometimes have to pull ourselves out and be the witness of what's happening in our head, because our head is the thing that will pull us out of the present moment faster than anything else. And it takes us away from who we truly are into a state of, of just a lot of panic and just kind of like really not who we are. (laughs) Okay. So, um, so being able to ask that question, okay, I see what's happening here. And if I were to take my mind out of it and just tune into my body and get really present, is there anything that's telling me that I'm not safe? For me, the answer was no. Maybe the answer would have been yes. I don't know. I don't know. But what's important is that this, if you're a splenic authority and just the way that the spleen works for all of us to understand is that we need to be present. If we're not present, then our intuition can't speak up. Our instincts can't speak up. Your mind is going to yell the spleen center whispers. And I'll talk about that a little bit more here in a second. So now when we can stay in the present moment, when we can be intuitive, when we can follow our instincts, instincts, it's going to open you up to being spontaneous. It's going to open you up to the enjoyment of life, to experiencing more joy. Um, your health and well-being to be able to thrive in your life and feel like you have plenty of energy to get through your day without stimulants. And like you are just, you're happy with your healthy, all the things. Now we can't access these things when we're sitting in that fear state. So this type of authority is, it's truly fascinating because the spleen is always protecting your health and well-being. So having this as your authority means that every yes that comes through for you is leading you to being happier, healthier, and more joyful in your life. And every no decision is actually steering you away from things that could harm your health, your happiness, or steal your joy. So how does this show up? Again, you must have a defined spleen for this to be your authority, which means that your intuition or instincts are consistent. They show up in a very specific way for you, and it's really important for you to understand this Body wisdom and how this comes through for you. And actually, at the end of the episode, I'm going to give you um, a couple of tools that you can use to start to tune into this a little bit. But you need to really understand your own unique body wisdom because it's going to be different from person to person. What is a yes for one person might not be a yes for the next. And it's just up to you to understand that. So, Um, one important thing, and I talked about this a little bit, is that your splenic authority or just, your spleen in general, it whispers, it doesn't yell. And so it's like this fine whisper that just comes and goes from moment to moment. And that guidance is actually fleeting from moment to moment. So your gut or your body might tell you not to do something one minute. Like you're like, no, I don't want to go to the store. And then the next moment, you're good to go. It's like, yeah, go ahead. No big deal. And that can seem really strange, but you have to trust its guidance without needing to really know or understand the why. Just know that it's trying to protect you and lead you towards being more fulfilled, being healthier, being happier, being more joyful in your life. So again, if you take the time to let your mind get involved here, the moment has passed. This is one of the most difficult things about listening to and allowing your spleen to guide you is if you don't act when it says act and you try to logically understand why it's telling you to do something, you have probably missed the moment that you needed to take the action. Okay? It's instincts. It's it's those split second moments when we've all had these things in our life where we're like, oh my gosh, I just... Narrowly, 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 um, escaped this thing from happening because I just had this feeling to get over into a different lane moments before it happened. Right. And if we tried to figure out why it wanted us to get our, our body is asking us to get over into a different lane, then the moment has passed and we might have set ourselves up. So we have to be willing to go against our habitual behavior patterns or our thoughts, because those are controlled by your mind. And if you have a sensation to take a different way to work, okay, just an example, but you ignore it because you're too attached to your routine or to your behavior pattern, then you are potentially putting yourself in harm's way or you're missing out on an opportunity for increased joy. So this Really operating from and understanding and honoring this splenic center and this splenic authority, it requires you to have a willingness to override your normal habits and routines, which isn't usually an easy thing for a lot of people to do, right? Because you might do something one way and then for whatever reason, you get this little whisper to do it a different way, but you're like, but I always do it this way. And that's kind of like our, and, and so you want to continue that, um, this can be really dangerous and really harmful to living, you know, your happiest, healthiest life. So if, if you are a splenic authority, it's common to recognize, and even if you're not, it's common to recognize after the fact that they knew something was off or they should have done something Or shouldn't have done something but they didn't because they didn't trust that nudge and they'll see it after the fact they'll be like oh my gosh I knew I should have done that or I knew I shouldn't have done that and this could be things like I knew that I should have quit that job back in January I knew that I should have left that partner I knew that I should have went right instead of left. I knew that I should have called my friend the moment it popped into my head. Like these are the types of things that it's really common and so maybe go back in your life or just over this past week and say, "Goodness gracious, how many different things did I know that I just ignored because what? Either I told myself that I was too busy I told my I enjoyed the safety of sticking to my routine I like I don't know what the reason is and maybe you don't either but maybe this will give you some perspective as to what could that reason have been that you talked yourself out of doing the thing you knew that you should or shouldn't have done like why more than likely your head got involved your emotions got involved something got involved that that turned you away from your intuition away from your instincts and you trusted that Um, it could have been somebody else telling you one thing even though you knew you knew that what was in your heart was the truth but somebody else's voice was in your head telling you not to listen to it so how do we start to put this into practice Really, a big thing is start to tune into your body when you're deciding what to do next. Like notice how it responds when it feels like a yes move forward compared to a no wait, right? With this authority, it's crucial for you to understand your individual body wisdom. So something that you can do, don't do it if you're driving, don't do it right now. um, But something that you can do is really close your eyes and just repeat the word yes over and over and over in your head. Yes, yes, yes. And notice what happens in your body. Notice what emotions come up, what sensations you feel in your, your body, what happens to your breathing, anything that you notice. And then do that with no. Sit there and repeat no, no. 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 And then notice the same thing. What emotions come up? What happens in your body? What happens to your breathing? Just what ways does your body speak to you that maybe we, um, because we just haven't been aware and we haven't been in tune with it, we didn't even realize were the ways that it speaks to us. So that's one thing that you can do. Um, I will also link the episode about intuition. And because there's there's four different types of intuition um, and maybe that will be helpful for you understanding because more than likely the way that things come through for you is very consistent um, And if you can start to understand that it's really going to help you here. So we'll link up that episode as well as the episode of understanding the way your splenic center works in regards to fear. This is not going to happen overnight. This trusting of your splenic center, of being able to work with your intuition, working with your instincts, it is not going to happen overnight because you've probably not trusted it for so long that our intuition and our instincts are like anything else. Like if we don't use it, we lose it and we don't really lose it, but it just gets pushed so far like back in the refrigerator that we forget it's there. Um, is the best way I can describe it, is it's there, but we have to clear out everything that's in front of it to be able to reach it and be like, "Oh my gosh, you know it's that thing in the back of the closet that you loved, but you haven't seen it, and for so long that you forgot you had it all together. And then you find it, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, this is so exciting." Um, this is what gets to happen with your intuition. But it's going to take time and it's going to take practice and it's going to be a process of constantly refining and just see it as an opportunity to get really curious and just to have a lot of fun discovering how this shows up in your life. So lastly, another way that you can do this, and I actually got this um, from a friend of mine and I'm probably going to have her on the show. Her name is JJ. And she was like, I have an intuition notebook so this is really fun. So she like writes down whether she had like a dream about something or she had this random thought about somebody or, you know, some, something popped into her head or just any of the different ways that your intuition can come through. She writes it down in a notebook and she then like, writes down what happened afterwards like if anything came about in that dream or if she talked to that person or like you know and if there was anything going on with her and it's just kind of this way to get really curious about what could things be telling us or not telling us and um what are the most consistent ways that our intuition comes through? And this isn't about being right or right, wrong. Um, and it's not about being good or bad. We've got to really take the judgment out of this. It's just about noticing, becoming more aware. So maybe you get an insight, you know, and you're like, oh, I felt like taking a different way to work. So I did. Follow it and then jot down what happened. How did that go? And at the same time, maybe notice after the fact, like I said, a lot of times you're going to notice that after the fact that you didn't follow something and then what happened or what didn't happen and keep track as just a way to start gaining trust and a better understanding of your own unique process and how this comes through in your own life. So, okay. Uh, that is what I have for the splenic authorities. That's who, what I have for all of you who are listening, who are really making it a point to understand how to work with these different centers, how these different things impact you and, um, just the interconnectedness of them all. And like I said, if you haven't listened to all of these episodes, I would go back and do so. Cause you're going to learn something. You will take something away that's going to help you understand your own process a little bit better. So until next time, walk your talk, speak your truth, choose courage over comfort, and always evolve beyond limits.